olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés 41. La primera ola. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Dialogos in English podcast. How are you today, Isabel? Hello, Philip. I'm good, and you? I'm very well, thank you. This episode is called La Primera Ola. ¿Cómo se dice La Primera Ola in English, Isabel? Dirías The First Wave. The First Wave, yes. Pero antes de empezar, recordaros que... Ha patrocinado este podcast italki.com. Es una página web donde puedes encontrar un profesor nativo uh -huh. y puedes recibir una clase a través de Skype desde tu casa o desde cualquier parte del mundo. Y por escuchar estos podcasts, italki te regala créditos para uh -huh. una clase gratis con tu primera compra. Sí. ¿Y cómo pueden conseguirlo, Philip? Simplemente ve a amigosingleses.com barra italki para más información. Ok, so we're talking about la primera ola. So, we're talking about surfing today, and why did we choose this topic, Isabel? Why surfing? I think you chose this topic. I chose it, yes, because I watch a documentary. I watched? I watched a documentary called La Primera Ola. Mm -hmm. uh, it's from a director called Pedro Temburi. He's from Malaga in the south of Spain. And uh, this um, documentary is about how surfing uh, began in Spain. Okay, so it's a Spanish documentary. Yes, it's a Spanish documentary. So you saw it, but I didn't see the documentary, did I? No, you didn't. But where was I? I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> and where did you see this documentary? I watched the documentary in a surf festival that took place here in Barcelona, but it was a few months ago. It was in the summer. Oh, okay. And it really inspired me because uh, with surf, uh, you get such a feeling of freedom. It's a yes. very special sport. It's great fun, yes. And where have you tried surfing? Have you, You've tried surfing before, haven't you? I've tried, but only one day and I was not so good at it. <laughs> We were in Fuerteventura. Yes. In the Canary Islands, but I didn't manage to stand up on the board. But you did, didn't you? I managed... To stand up in the end yes but it's very difficult and you need to have a lot of upper body strength in order to to stand up and you need to have good balance as well so it's not an easy sport mm, yeah next day i remember i had really stiff muscles the Tenía next day agujetas, yeah. my arms my chest yeah really hurt but it was yeah really good good fun um, i'd like to do it again but you've tried uh, paddle surfing as well haven't you yes that's uh, much easier yeah. yeah anyone can just learn that uh, in yeah. 30 minutes uh, as long as the sea is quiet can you yes. say quiet calm calm yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as the sea is calm and if it's not rough yeah With too many waves, then it's very easy. Yeah, and I wonder if we've got any listeners who like to surf because, well, I think surfing is quite a popular sport in Spain, isn't it? 
Where can you go surfing in Spain? You can go... It's very popular in the north. Yeah. And in the south, uh, we have Tarifa. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very windy place. Oh, so yeah. It's very popular for surfers. And uh, the Canary Islands as well. The Canary Islands, yeah. Fuerteventura, uh, Lanzarote. I think there are also surfers there. País Vasco. It's very popular. The north of Spain, yeah. País Vasco. You can also go surfing in the UK, in the south, in the most popular place, I think, is Newquay. But, uh, Newquay? Yeah, Where's that? In the southeast. Mm, okay. Sorry, southwest. In the southwest uh. of England, Newquay is a, is a popular place. And uh, I think a lot of people go surfing there, but I've never been. And I probably wouldn't recommend it because the sea is freezing. Yeah. And here in Barcelona, in the winter, it's very popular. You mm. see uh, many people on their bikes or on their motorbikes uh, carrying their boards. Yes. Which yeah. is not a very safe way <laughs> to go there. but They always look very cool though, don't they? The surfers with their surfboards <laughs> heading down to the beach. <laughs> they do, yes. So tell us, about this, um, tell us about this documentary you saw, Isabel. It's about how how surfing began in Spain, no? Mm-hmm. So when yeah. did it begin? So it began at the end of the 60s. Uh, so it was a very difficult period in Spain because there was a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Había una dictadura. Yeah. No? Fran- Franco estaba in España. Yes. Yeah. So imagine uh, there was not really a time for much freedom mm. and... Uh, or trying anything new or adventurous so I don't uh, think he would have liked the surfers I don't think Franco will agree with surfing the surfing (laughs) culture so well there was a guy in Asturias called Felix and uh, his sister went to California Mm-hmm. Because she was working for an airline company, so she was an air hostess, oh, era yeah. una zafata de vuelo, mm. and she brought him a present. And the present was a vinyl of the Beach Boys, and on the cover there was a uh, some Hawaiian men uh, in Hawaiian. the sea. Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian men. Hawaiian men in the sea. I think there were uh, some of them were surfing, mm. and he was just blown a- away. Yeah. Se quedó hipnotizado. Because uh, he'd never seen anything like it before. No, and he really felt this connection of uh, of this man with uh, nature and this feeling of freedom. He was very attracted yes. by it. Okay, and so what did he do after seeing this vinyl? So then, yeah, he became a bit obsessed that he wanted to try this new sport and he built his own surfing board. His own surfboard, yeah. Surfboard, yes. And how did he make his own surfboard? That must have been difficult. (laughs) Imagine that it wouldn't be a very good one. Maybe he could use uh, an ironing board. (laughs) An ironing board? Una tabla de planchar? Yeah. Would that work? Ah, okay. (laughs) I thought you meant to build it, yeah, to surf. To surf, yeah. (laughs) Definitely not. I don't know if that would work because it wouldn't float. Usually they have holes in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the right shape, but I don't think it would float. It would have to be made out of wood, I imagine, no? Yes. So, yeah, he built a surfboard with wood, but it was very, very <coughs> heavy. Oi, Oi, bless excuse me. you. Excuse it was me. a really, really heavy board and it didn't have the correct shape, I believe. And uh, he started practicing in his swimming pool. Really? 
before going into the sea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. And what else happened in this documentary? So this guy, so this man uh, was the first surfer in the whole of mm-hmm. Spain. Yes, yes, he was the first one. And then he he started uh, surfing uh, in the sea. So imagine uh, Virgin Beach. No one was really going there uh, yeah. when the sea was, was rough. So he was the only person there in the sea on a board. So everyone uh, was looking at him. Uh, yeah. Thinking, what is this person doing? This Is, is he crazy? Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is this? <laughs> and um, so, but how did it catch on? How did it begin to grow? Because I imagine these people saw him and eventually they yeah, they were inspired by him as yeah, well. Yeah, they were very curious about it. And he started uh, persuading other people, intentaba convencer mm-hmm. a la gente no, to join him. And well, he had really no idea about uh, surf, about the tides about the wind because when we went to Fuerteventura you remember the yes there's actually a lot to learn isn't there about Mm -hmm. surfing about the wind the tides and uh, the direction of the waves not just a case of grabbing a board going into the water so yeah you need to have the right waves in order to to do surfing and they were they had all this information every day they were checking which uh, which beach yeah. uh, was uh, in good conditions or how fast was the wind But I suppose blowing. this this guy, he was the first in Spain, so he just had to learn with trial and error, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, they like his philosophy and he also uh, started like a hippie surfer community mm. called Casa Lola. And okay. yeah, they had a very different philosophy and they, they were all uh, living there. And they were building the the surfboards, uh, and they used to travel to the Canary Islands in the winter mm. because the water was uh, warmer. And at this time, they didn't have good uh, wetsuits. Uh, mm. They were not that's good. very important, no? To have a wet a wetsuit, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, you only feel cold when you get out of the water, and then is when you feel a bit chilly. When you take the wetsuit off. No? Or when you take it off, yeah. But once you are in the, while you are in the water, is absolutely fine. Yeah. And I told you there were some really funny stories in this documentary, and I told you about them, Philip. So. Yeah. Share it with us. Well, um, one of the boys who wanted to take up surfing told his mum one day, "Mum, I want to save my money and buy a surfboard." And what did she say to him? <laughs> she said, can you not do something normal like playing basketball? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose in those days it was a really strange sport. And there was another story about the uh, one of the guys in the village. He bought a really cool surfboard. Yeah. But what, where did the surfboard come from? Yeah, one of the guys, he bought, he went to France, didn't he? He went mm-hmm. to France and he bought a surfboard. To Bayonne, no? Bayona in the south. And he bought a really cool surfboard with a really unique shape and really well built. And, he and bought... what color was it? I'm not sure. What color was it? Red. It was red. And he took it back to Asturias and all of his friends were looking at his board and they said, wow, that's so cool. Where did you get your surfboard? 
And he didn't want to tell them because he wanted to be um, the only person with this kind of surfboard. He liked the attention. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise they will go to Bayonne and buy another one. Yeah, so he painted over the the logo on the surfboard so that nobody knew where it came from. And then he wrote something on top of it so that nobody could see where it was from. And then when they asked him, where did you buy this surfboard? He said, I ordered it from Australia. It's imported from Australia. And so nobody nobody else was able to get one. But then one day they were looking at his surfboard and they noticed a little scratch on the paint and they they scratched it a bit more and then they saw that it <laughs> said made in Bayon. Bayon? <laughs> yeah. Made in Bayon. Bayona. Made in Bayona <laughs> in France. And so his secret was uncovered. <laughs> and then I imagine they all went and bought the same surfboard, didn't they? Well, maybe then it was not <laughs> that cool to have once they knew, you know, but the time that everyone was thinking that he had the coolest board uh, brought from Australia, then they must have been very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so the name of the documentary is uh, The First Wave, La Primera Ola. La but, Primera Ola. But it's in Spanish, isn't it? Yes, so, it's, a, it's a Spanish documentary. So we shouldn't really recommend it to our listeners. Well, come <laughs> on, you've got time to watch English documentaries and Spanish documentaries, but... If you want, we can recommend our listeners a really good English series that we are actually hooked on. Do you say hooked on? Yeah. Estamos enganchados. Yeah. We watch it every night and we go to bed quite late recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. Because we have a Netflix account. Uh, Netflix recently came out in Spain. It's a very popular website where you can watch films and documentaries. In the United States and in England, I think it's the most popular website. A lot of Spanish people, <laughs> they know how to to access and stream um, documentaries and films. Excuse me? Are you trying to say that we like doing illegal things and we don't like spending any money? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I quite agree. But I have a Netflix account. I think it's, it costs me... $10 a month, something like that. But I, I use it quite a lot. So what is Downton Abbey about? It's about um, upper class society during World War One and just after. And uh, it's about a big house run by a, a lord. His name's Lord... What's his name? Lord Grantham. Lord Grantham. And he's he's the owner of a big house and land and it's just about their lives yeah and in the beginning it seems pretty boring when you asked me do you want to watch that and i thought oh no it's gonna be so boring but after two episode episodes lots of things start happening and yeah there just is gets a, so interesting there's a murder <laughs> and there's all kinds of things pregnancies and Death. deaths um uh, infidelidades? Affairs. Affairs, love affairs. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we've gone off topic a little bit. So, uh... <laughs> so when are we going surfing, Philip? 
Well, we can. Luckily, we live in Barcelona, so we can go anytime we like. Anytime there are waves, I suppose. And the best time is during winter, so around now. Shall we go now after the podcast? Maybe. Are you in good shape? Estás en buena forma. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm in good shape. I can. But I don't know what the conditions are like today. Maybe it's not the best conditions. It looks pretty calm to me out there. I think it's better in like stormy conditions with bigger waves. No, but lately we have had some sunny days and I saw some photos on, on Facebook uh, from these uh, surfing schools in Barcelona and they had really amazing photos with huge waves. Wow. Well, huge. Huge for Barcelona. <laughs> so would you like to have your own surfboard? One day, yes. Yeah? Of course. When I have a space to keep it, I would love to. I would mm. love to learn properly. Yeah, it would be fun. So, uh, anyway, um, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening. We hope you liked it. And if you've ever done surfing or a similar sport, you can let us know um, your experience. And we'll be happy to, to read your comments. Is it possible to go surfing in your country? Would you like to try surfing? Paddle surfing, kite surfing? And so, that's all for today. And see you in the next podcast. See you soon. Bye. entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más, para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, Visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com